0: You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode number four hundred and sixty-six.
1: When you're cold calling, you got a big guard in front of you, a shield. You got to break that shield, right? When the lead comes in from the radio, you've already broken that shield.
0: Tom Kroll and Cody Woo! Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I'm your host, Chris Arnold, and excited about this guest I have today out of Phoenix. If I say the word Phoenix, I know most of you are thinking, man, that's a competitive market. I've got respect for people out of Phoenix because I'm out of Dallas. And if you know anything about cities that are hard to do business in. I would definitely say that Dallas, Texas, and Phoenix are in the top five. And so I'm excited to talk with Jay Estrada, who is an REI radio student. And he decided to set up radio because he's got to. He's in Phoenix. He cannot do what everybody's doing in order to get deals because you have some of the biggest names in real estate in Phoenix. And so if you're listening today, what you're going to walk away is if radio is great and that great, does it work in a city like Phoenix? Because here's my argument, and it's true for Dallas. If it works in Phoenix, if it works in Dallas, it's definitely going to work in your market because those are two of the most competitive
1: markets. So let's hop in. Jay, welcome. Glad to have you, buddy. How are you? Uh, pretty good, man. I appreciate uh, that you got me on this, and I'm really happy to share whatever I can. You know, for The good of everybody, right?
0: That's right, man. We're going to add some value today, you and me. So for those that don't know about you, give me just a quick snapshot of how long you've been in real estate. How long you've been in the game?
1: So I've been in the real estate for about five years, and uh, most of it really is all wholesaling. And um, I haven't left the Phoenix market. I mean, that's pretty much where I've been.
0: Absolutely, and if you found again, I was speaking for you. I know that market's competitive, but let's hear from it, you. It how is. competitive. Is
1: Phoenix from your? Oh, perspective. it's it's very competitive. You don't just have major host uh, investors here. You have gurus. You know, you have people that do seminars. You have uh, big players, big names, right? That people know, and so it's not an easy market to be in. And all the other forms of marketing are are really saturated. So I mean, it costs yeah. a lot of money to get a deal.
0: So let's talk about that. Before you started doing radio again, I know everyone likes to know like how were you generating opportunities before radio? What were you doing and, and what was working? Maybe what was not working? How are you trying to find motivated
1: sellers? Well, when I started, obviously it was tough, right? It was tough as heck. And everybody starts out any type of business. But originally, originally it was banner science. I did banner science. And then I did some direct mail, doing handwriting, my own handwrite, and then figured out that there's services, servicing companies to help you. So really it was direct mail and bandit signs. Those were my best uh, sources of finding distressed sellers. And later on, I just, you know, got better at of things besides door knocking and so forth. And now, like, like we said, the last couple of years, I shifted to cold calling, telemarketing, or doing a whole bunch of cold calling. It was good. I mean, it was very good, but this year just changed. I mean, it cost so much to get one contract. And um, so you felt like won. out
0: of all those things that you were doing, kind of have relied it on, they really, really got challenged at a whole nother level, which made you kind of step back and go, man, some of this traditional stuff that everybody else is doing, again, who doesn't at this point know about cold calling, ringless voicemail, text blasting, but man, this isn't working for my business anymore. I need to do something new. So let me ask you this. What first attracted you to radio? What made you go, you know what? This has piqued my interest because of these qualities. And I I, I think I'm going to pursue this. I'm going to make this happen in my business. What was it about radio
1: that first brought you in? Well, radio has been around forever. That's one. I know a couple other guys in the business that have done radio. And they did okay. But they never did it permanently. They did it temporarily. But I mean... The other thing that you talk about, which is is very noticeable, is like how many people right now in Phoenix or Dallas or wherever is doing radio? Not a lot of people. So let me get so this right. Where, you, you're you're in the most competitive
0: in. market with some of the biggest names, and you step back and realize even the big boys have not realized the value of radio, even in Phoenix. So your even first thing is, hey, man, I've got something over here that I can do. That nobody else is doing, even in my market. And I'm going to jump on that because what you could tell is there's virtually no competition, which I hear every single time. It's probably one of the biggest things is like, Chris, you were talking about it. You told me to start listening to the radio. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, I didn't hear one person. <laughs> you like, yeah,
1: it's wide that. open, I mean, man. It truly that's what is. Saying. So, same. Yeah. And like, again, if someone has done it, it's been for a couple of months. So yeah. do it for a couple of months or two, three months, and that's it. You know, they're not doing it as a consistent thing in their business.
0: Yeah. Now let's move over into the setup, right? So you get in, you sign up, you're ready to go. All right, let's make this happen. (laughs) Let's get radio set up. Now, here's what I like about your story because of the last three people that came on, you know, we talk about their experience in setting it up and they're like, man, scale of one to 10, it was a two to three. Super easy. But you, Jay, your story was different because it took longer for you to negotiate. You know, you're in Phoenix, super competitive market, and radio is working really well for you, but you didn't come in and just get it set up in the first two weeks. It took a little bit longer, right? Why do you think that
1: was? Well, again, we're in Phoenix, the big city. How many radio stations are out there? And how many people are going to get a call from Jay and say, hey, can I pay these prices? Now, can I can I do this on your radio station? It's not something that they're going to hear, right? So they're obviously, what's going to happen is they're going to shut me down. They're going to tell me no. Everyone told me no. Everyone told me no. So I mean, I'm like what? I mean, I thought this was this was supposed to be a little bit easier than that. But that's really the thing is they're sales guys too, right? So it's not going to be just, oh, I'm going to get in the door. Boom, we're done.
0: Yeah. So you start the process and you're getting no's. They're going, hey, man, don't you realize this is Phoenix? <laughs> We're not going to accept that price. Uh, You're coming in at a rock bottom price that's ridiculous. And so you're starting to go, man, is this thing really going to work in my city? Of Mm -hmm. anyone to give up, you had the excuse because, hey, it's Phoenix. You know how everyone is. They throw out the market excuse. Well, it doesn't work in my market. But you persevered. And then what happened? You picked up your first radio station, didn't you? And did they accept that? Yeah,
1: exactly. And it's interesting that the people that I talked to, the radio station I talked to, the one that was the strongest, no, we got great businesses. They pay so much. They pay you know a lot of money every month in the marketing or the radio stations. You know, the one that gave me the no was the one that actually I signed up first with, and I don't know. I would say part of it could have been because of the the, the, the pandemic, right, and things changed. But he was just constantly emailing me. We we're going back and forth, and I pushed him away. I actually didn't, I I didn't believe that he was trying to, you know, get me at what I wanted to be at my price. And it turned out he was the one that was the one we first signed up with. Yeah.
0: And so we have a statement. And if you're an REI radio student, you know the insider language we use. And uh, we always tell our students, they always break. They might break on the first call. They might break on the 20th call. But eventually, that radio station is going to accept that price because we're persistent and we're patient and again we see this with every student across the country. So now not only do you have one station, you are locking up now your second station that's agreed to your price and so you're going to be advertising on two stations now in Phoenix here shortly, right?
1: Yes, yes. Uh, this is the first person I sat down with. I thought that was a nice guy, great guy, you know, he has a family, he's a family man and everything. And I thought really that was the person. I thought that was the station I was going to get and it turned out it wasn't. And now he's actually, they're actually deciding to come with me. And the interesting enough, Chris, is that the way you show us and what you teach us at the pricing weight we're supposed to offer, I got lower than that on both stations.
0: So you went below our rock bottom price to like super rock bottom, (laughs) which is is amazing. So I think one of the things we've been surprised about with our students is some have gone below what we consider the lowest we even know how to get, which is cool, which just shows you the power of mindset, right? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. You know,
0: you, again, it's like, well, we buy houses at 60 cents on the dollar. Who's the guy that comes along and goes, you know what? I'm just going to buy them at 40. I know everyone's else says it's 60. <laughs> and 60 is <60's laughs> a phenomenal price. Everyone's trying to it get is. in this in
1: this age right now, this year. it's, it's, yeah, it's awesome. you know what I'm saying? It's Stuff like
0: that. So it's amazing. And again, if you're new to radio, what you have to understand is, once you lock in that price, it's locked in for a year. And you're getting an ROI because it's at such a deep discount that you close a couple of deals, you're already profitable, which means then everything on top of that for the rest of the year is just being added to your bottom line net. And that's why radio has just been so valuable for us year after year because we get a consistent dollar per dollar return of 3 to $4. That means we're tripling to quadrupling our investment. So you go live. Here's the thing that everyone wants to know. Okay, so great. You got this rock yeah. bottom price <laughs> station. Fantastic. Great. All right, let's talk about deals. Did the phone ring
1: in the first couple of weeks? Yeah, the first week uh, the phone did ring. It was actually the second day. The calls when you get them, it's a variation of things, but in reality, you're going to get that distressed seller. And it's totally different when you're talking to someone from a radio lead than from a cold calling lead, it's, it's, okay, it's talk, so different. What about
0: that. What, what's the difference when that phone rings and they heard you off radio versus, you know, dialing for dollars and talking to that person? How is that conversation actually different?
1: Well, I'll give you an example. If someone's in prison, they want to see that person, they put a window up, right? When you're cold calling, you've got a big guard in front of you, a shield. You got to break that shield, right? When the lead comes in from the radio, You've already broken that shield. You've already broken that, what they call it, what they put in the wall. Yeah, the bar- funny, it's, a, right? it's a barrier. They already trust you. They, have a, they already feel, you've got to do your part, obviously, you know to make them feel well with you because they don't know you in person, but it's a lot easier. Professional. It's a lot easier.
0: Yeah, lot I totally easier. agree. So you don't have to go through, hey, why are you calling me? All of that type of stuff when you're doing outbound. Again, we're not saying that outbound doesn't work. But we're comparing the two, which is valuable to do, and saying by far, the incoming radio call who hears your ad, you have celebrity status, you have instant credibility, right, Jay? Because hey, if Jay's on the radio, he must know what he's talking about because only people mm-hmm. on the radio know what they're talking about. Or you wouldn't right. advertise. That is the assumption you know that the seller's making. And that's why I'm telling people it's the highest quality lead I know how to generate. And dude, I love your analogy. It really is a great one, you know, of the fact that either there's an automatic guard and somebody's on the defense when you start that conversation or their guard is down and they're ready to talk business. So here's a big question. How many deals did you pick up, if any, in the first couple of weeks? That's what everyone wants to know. Do you execute
1: <laughs> Well, I have an escrow right now, three contracts, and I got those in the first two weeks. So, and so, and I know you've been up for about
0: four weeks on radio, but the first two weeks, first you two executed weeks. three deals.
1: I executed three contracts in the first three weeks. And, I mean, and let's remind weeks, that again,
0: that's uh, in Phoenix, right? That you're in that in we're Phoenix. talking about?
1: In Phoenix. Yeah. That's, that's amazing.
0: It is amazing. And so, again, I think that that drives home. And that excites me because here's the thing. I advertise in Texas. That's my area. That's where I focus, right? And I can talk about radio being the best and the baddest. And I believe that. But when a guy like you comes along that is really going to test this methodology more than anyone else, because you're in Phoenix, right? Mm -hmm. I love it because it was putting fire to whether or not radio is truly as valuable as we're talking about it to be. And I love the fact that you came in, you nailed it. You got call volume and you executed three deals in the first couple of weeks. You only been up four weeks and dude, you're off to a great start. And now you're about to advertise on your second station as well.
1: And I already got two. Well, I got one buyer in place for the first, for one of the properties. The second one, we do have a buyer, which we were going to close on it. Me and my business partner were going to close on it, but we actually have someone that probably will take it down. And the third one, it's a 60 day close. so. I, I allow that because they need to move somewhere else and and, and no one knows about that deal except for me, yeah, I haven't told my yes. buyers yet because', That's, I, I, a because deal. I, I don't I'm waiting for that that window to close, and when I'm ready, it's a property in a great area. it's a one of those lipstick on a pig uh, lipstick on a pig properties right They just need carpet and paint, yeah, they're gonna jump all over that when i when I send that out to my buyers
0: so let me ask you this. Things are a little bit different for you, right? When we started this conversation pre radio sounded like there's a bit of stress, and the traditional things I'm doing aren't working now we're on the other side of this. you got deals you're working. I see some excitement, some life coming mm-hmm. back into you as I've gotten to know you. what do you think the future is for radio for you? you're going to continue to get on more stations, like what's your thought process and vision maybe for the next year around radio?
1: I want to secure. I think it in, in baby steps, right? I got to get this next station. I'm going to secure that one. And once that's in place, you taught me that it's better to generate revenue first yes. and then go on to the next station. So, I mean, I think what I'm doing now, I believe that I don't think I need a ton of radio stations. I think I just need solid radio stations that have good volume, the, the type that you showed us. And if I get the similar stations like the one I have now, I don't think I'll need more than three or four, man. That's it. No, I think I'll be pretty set. well.
0: Because, again, you're a solopreneur over here, right? We're, yeah, I got to get a team I mean, in a couple of months. Is is Jay hustling deals, making it happen. But the flip side of that is you're going to be extremely profitable because you don't have overhead. So, man, I agree. Yeah. You're rocking three to four stations. That's probably going to be more deals you know what to keep up with. Maybe you throw in another acquisition manager, maybe one... Mm-hmm. Closing manager or coordinator to help a little bit. Now you got a rock and roll system, man, generating some great deals and opportunities for yourself. And yeah, if anyone's listening, I always recommend, as a principal, to lead with revenue. And what that means is, you know, if you launch something like radio versus, you know, launching three, four stations at a time and using a credit card, which is dangerous to do on anything, I don't care what you're doing, you launch that first station you get some closings, which aren't going to take long. You reinvest that revenue off of radio to go get that second station. And so Mm -hmm. now you're leading with cash rather than trying to go into debt and then catch back up, which I think is important. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening, uh, man, I love this interview. I was really excited to do it just with your story. I I wanted to give you some public praise because you stuck with it in a tough market, and you know if you're not watching this video and you're listening, I recommend you go to YouTube and definitely subscribe to Chris on Real Estate because you're just gonna see Jay over here just smiling ear to ear, <laughs> uh, which I love. And if you know Jay, like Jay's kind of a chill guy, so man, this is Jay energy spawn, you know, ear to ear, which I love. But man, now's the time. Markets are being sold out. We're preserving radio. We don't want to oversaturate it. So now's the time to book a call, see if your market's open. And uh, if it is, man, it's time to jump on because at this point, Bruce in the pudding, man, I'm just continuing to interview more people like you, but it's just one great story after another with people launching on radio. So go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash REI radio. And that's wholesalinginc.com forward slash REI radio and book a call now and see if your market's open. So wrapping up, Jay, somebody's listening. You were on the other side, right? You were like, <laughs> yeah. okay, here's this radio talk, just somebody else trying to sell something. Is it, I get it. I've been there. I'm as skeptical as anyone else when I hear somebody trying to talk about something valuable. What would you tell someone that's listening right now that might be on the fence a little bit? What would you say to them going, you know what? Sounds good. I'm not sure. Sounds too good to be true. What would
1: you tell that person wrapping up? I would tell them that just in my experience, it is an awesome channel for marketing. And we already had success with it. I've had success with it. Other people haven't success with it. And I believe that person can also have success with it. As long as they apply all the, the material that you give us and everything that we're supposed to do, they will also be successful if they pursue. Because I had to persevere, man. I mean, I, I knew some students that got it, they got in, right? Like in the first week. I'm like, man, I took three months, man. What the heck? You know, and so if they see that other people are successful anyways, you know, they can be successful. They just apply what you, you teach us. That's bottom yeah. line.
0: And I think that's good. I think that's a good piece of encouragement. It's kind of one of those things I really feel like Jay is saying, dude, listen to my story. If I can do this, so can you. Bottom yeah. line. So, Jay, thank you for your time. Thanks for coming on, man. It's been great to have you a student. And, you know, now that you've been in for a while, we've gotten to know you as well, man. We got a lot of love for you over here at REI yeah, Radio. thank you so
1: much. I appreciate-
0: and to the rest of you guys, thanks so much for joining. And until next time, we'll catch you soon to add more value. Talk to you later.